Welcome back to the Tierra Talk Show's New Groove segment, in which we invite past guests of our show to discuss the latest and greatest with their upcoming projects for film, TV, and more. I'd like to welcome back composer Bruce Broughton to the show. Welcome, Bruce. Hi, nice to be back. And I wanted to really have you back on the show because we had some sad news this past couple of weeks that they were going to close the Ellen's Energy Adventure attraction, which features, I personally think, one of your best scores ever. I'm so glad we could have you back on the show to talk a little bit more about this in particular. Yeah, me too. Um, that, that was a favorite show of mine. And actually, I learned that it was closing through your note to me. But, you know, it went a long time. It went for 20 years. And um, the last time I saw it was, I don't know, three or four years ago. It still looked good. It still brought in a big audience. Um, so I think it was a worthwhile attraction. It was one that I was certainly happy to do. It, it's pretty unbelievable. It had like a 21-year run from 96 to, to now, 2017. And a lot of people, you know, they love quoting it. And the soundtrack really brings people into the atmosphere, especially when we go into that dino scene. I, it's just unbelievable. Uh, my, my, one, of my, one of my first questions would be, because I, I listened to our past interview and I realized I didn't ask this, but did they send you any footage of the actual film that they had beforehand so you could get a sense for what type of sound in particular for the music you wanted or did they just say go ahead and score and then work from there no as i remember and i remember this was a long time ago this is 20 some years ago so i'm trying to remember how we did this but uh as i remember this was we did this mostly like a movie in that there were several scenes um that had to be scored uh you know if you remember you're, you're sitting there with these monstrous screens above you and multiple screens and the story goes from one to the other, and then you move from room to room, and each room that you get into, other than the, the dinosaur segment, uh, is basically another movie screen. So we did a combination of little movie vignettes, um, as well as the, well, as, as well as the pre-show, which also was sort of like a movie, and then there was the, um, what they call the fill and spill, getting everybody into the room, and all the movement that took place as you traveled from room to room. Uh, that was all underscored as well. So it was sort of like a, it was sort of like a movie in which you also score the walking in, the walking out and the getting up to go get popcorn, you know, sort of like that. Um, there was a lot of music in it, as I remember, probably 20, 25 minutes of music, which is a lot for a show like that. Uh, but yeah, we did it. We did it like a movie, mostly. Now, I should say one other thing. One of the things that Disney's very good at is they have a really good idea of how long it takes to move their crowds from here to there, so that everything is timed. Um, when you're doing, when you're looking at the pre-show, the show that's in progress is just finishing. They know obviously exactly when one show is going to end and the next show is going to begin. They know when to open the doors. They know when to close the doors. They know when the seats are filled. And so all of those things are part of the timings that that you're given when you have to uh, when you have to write the music to a show like this. So when the lights go on, when the lights go off, uh, when the, um, the the people movers start to actually move, all of that kind of stuff is is given to me in timings. And uh, it, it's you know it's very 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 complete, very interesting. I do remember walking through the dinosaur set. Um, I can't remember frankly whether I did it before or whether I did it after. There was, although I think I did it before, just to see what it was. Um, there was nothing in, in that 
section that was actually timed. I mean, once the once the movers started to move, um, I think we were just in sort of in, in the the dinosaur show. Um, a lot of that was music and effects coming from whatever you were actually seeing. So that wasn't done quite like the rest of the show was done. Uh, I do remember a walkthrough. But as I say, I can't remember whether that was before it was done or when it was all over. But generally, we try to see these shows. I mean, I try to see these shows after they're done to see see how well I did, <laughs> whether I came close or not. You know. the, the theme that came from um, came from one of the one of the pieces. I either one of the pieces at the beginning or the end. Actually, it was turned into a um, was turned into an orchestral piece which a symphony orchestra can rent. In fact, they do. It does get played every once in a while at Pops concerts. Um, we've got plans to make a transcription for symphonic bands, so it'll get used even more. Uh, it's a four-minute piece, and it, I call it the Epcot Overture. Uh, but it's entirely, it's entirely, it comes from the from this show. I mean, it's one piece of music from the show that's just been uh, made available for symphonies anywhere to be able to play. They can, they can get it through Disney Publishing. Well, and and you have this really funny story of your dad going on the attraction, and I know you told it from my last interview, but I'd love for you to tell it again. It's like it just makes me smile. <laughs> my father used to live in um, uh, in Clearwater near Tampa, so I went down to visit him one day and thought that he might enjoy going to see Epcot, and I would take him to, especially to see the shows that I had done, since he was always very proud, you know, what I had done. So we were standing in line at the park, and the music's playing. And one of my themes came overhead. So I said to my dad, I said, hey, dad, that music, that's my music right there. Really? That's your music? I said, yeah. So, <laughs> so he taps the guy in front of him on the shoulder, just standing in line. Some guy, I mean, he didn't know who he was. Just taps him and said, hey, my son wrote that. My son wrote that music. The music that's playing right now. This is my son right here. He wrote that music. So that was typical of my father. Very proud of him. Well, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show. And I always, when we have the guests on for this particular segment, I have a pixie dust lightning round, which is basically this or that. So just choose one of the two that I kind of list. So we'll start with Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Uh, Walt Disney World. Peter Pan or Simba. Peter Pan. Horizons or the Living Seas. Uh, the Living Seas. Ariel or Jasmine. Ariel. Poor Unfortunate Souls or Corella DeVille? Corella DeVille. Well, is there any other projects that you are currently working on that our listeners can go ahead and check out? No, the last one that I did was uh, the update of Soaring, which I think is in, I think it's in Epcot. Uh, I know it's in California Adventures. Uh, it's soaring around the world. It's a spectacular show. It's very exciting. Um, if I think if, it's one of those kind of shows that if you're going to take somebody to the park, who wasn't keen on going to theme parks, this is a ride that they would enjoy. Um, it's really a, a spectacular spectacular experience and the music works out well too. So that's the latest and greatest thing that I have at Disney at the moment. It, it's, based on, it's based on the original score that Jerry Goldsmith did. And so we use that theme, which is familiar to everybody. And there's a lot of uh, other original music in it, but it's really a fabulous show. And if you haven't seen it, I think you're, I think you're going to be surprised at how great it is. Well, thank you so much, Bruce. And I hope we get to talk again soon at some point. I hope there's another Disney project around the horizon. <laughs> yes, me too. I, I enjoy doing them a lot. Thank you.